News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now it's just coming up to 13 minutes past seven. Workplaces urgently need to adopt policies on menstrual health. That is the call from the Financial Services Union, whose Senior Industrial Relations Officer is Mandy Lacomber. Mandy, you have published a survey on this subject. What have you found? Well, firstly, I suppose uh, we actually conducted the survey in March of this year to mark International Women's Day. What the results we had were quite staggering. We got 96% said that they would welcome a menstrual health support policy in the workplace and that nine out of 10 think that menstrual health affects the working life, which is no surprise to us that that is the case because any woman, any working woman would agree with that. Um, almost half said that they are not comfortable talking about menstrual health in work and that that's really down to um, really discussing it with their line manager and the gender of their line manager. And that was actually at 69 percent that people said that and that more than one in five people were saying that periods are joked about in the workplace as well. So um, I suppose as part of a kind of a wider campaign now, um, we're looking at menstrual health and workplace policies and what we can do around that. Because FSU had, I suppose, in the last number of years previously undertaken an awful lot of work around menopause in the workplace. Yeah. And we had brought in a lot of workplace policies, really good, robust ones in our sector. And our own members were saying to us, well, hang on a second. OK, you know, menopause is really important. But what about women who just have periods? What can you do for us too? Mandy, just explain to me, are you looking for something other than sick leave? As in, are you looking for menstrual difficulties to be dealt with in ways that don't just involve taking a day off, that there'll be other kinds of allowances? What we're looking for, Kira, is we would really kind of like employers to talk to us about implementing uh, and communicating a proper menstrual health standalone workplace policy. And that would include, you know, training for managers on medical conditions, I suppose, that are painful menstrual symptoms, such as things like um, PCOS and endometriosis, things that our members were saying, you know, our periods are worse when we have these. And, you know, they've got really debilitating side effects. So a bit of kind of training around that and a bit of education around that. And also some education on period stigma and the stigma in the workplace around that. And we'd be kind of looking for, you know, um, reasonable accommodations for medical conditions that cause severe debilitating symptoms, but also um, taking a look at ensuring that absences related to menstrual medical conditions um, don't trigger performance improvement plans or attendance improvement plans. Okay, but do existing provisions for sick leave not accommodate that? For example, if I ring into work and say I'm sick, whether I said it was for my period or not, if it just said I wasn't feeling well, I could take a day off and nobody would bat an eyelid. Yeah, nobody would. But the thing about this is that women who, I suppose, especially have debilitating symptoms would have that every month. Okay, so it's the difference to you and I ringing in an odd time and saying, you know, um, I'm, I'm not well or I'm sick today. Most employments, in fact, I would struggle to find any employment that wouldn't be having a look at that sickness absence. So are you looking for additional days off for menstrual leave on top of statutory sick leave? Well, what we'd be looking for is employers to agree that they, you know, will take a sympathetic view at menstrual health. But I'm not looking for um, people, all women, to get days off every month, okay? And I think we need to be very, very clear about that with our campaign. Our campaign is called Stop Stop the Stigma, and it's with Force of Trade Union, Irish Congress of Trade Unions, and another, a number of other affiliates will now be joining mm-hmm. shortly. 
but it's 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 around having kind of um sympathies there in place that you know we can we can actually look at what the illnesses are that uh, affect severe periods and then say we won't have uh, detrimental effects on those women that are looking okay. for that. So it's not mm. this, e even even in Spain and places where they have brought in period leave and legislated for it, it's it's certified leave and it's, it's for debilitating illness. It's not okay. every woman every month. And Mandy, the last question has to be whether or not there is a danger if we bring in things like leave for menopause or leave for menstruation on top of things like maternity leave, parental leave, statutory sick leave. There's a danger that women will become less attractive as employees, if you follow, that if an employer was looking at a man and a woman both applying for the same job, he'll go, well, he doesn't get maternity leave, he doesn't get menopause leave, he doesn't get menstrual leave. And and maybe we're leaving our, ourselves vulnerable here as women. Do we have to be careful what we wish for? Well, I don't think so, because good employers don't do that kind of thing. And the good employers also have very, very good parents' leave and parental leave for men as well. But I suppose there is a clear financial benefit for for employers when if they're adopting these good policies i mean that women do have a place in the workplace they have an awful lot to offer and having these policies in in place um really is considering the needs of all women in employment and it's retaining an, uh, your experienced staff for example you know um it's helping to manage conditions actually and thereby reduces the likelihood of long term uh, sickness um, absences. Right. So having that kind of thing in place actually reduces it. And of course, you're avoiding potentially discriminatory treatment around, you know, disability or quality issues as well. But I, I don't see it as something that will actually stop women working in the workforce. Senior Industrial Relations Officer at the Financial Services Union, Mandy Lacomber, thank you for speaking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.